Hey, uh, welcome to this version of the upload with the control up. I'm Jeff Johnson. I'm here with Eugenia, who has a disgusting look on her face. Disgusted, not disgusting, Jeff. And man, oh. you know, you are doing so well. Episode one, you actually called it an episode. I was so proud of you. I felt like a proud yeah. mother. You're just so proud. And then this, really? Oh, okay. It's episode fire. two of 2024, guys. Episode two. It- Hey, we're back with uh, Blair and Tom, and uh, you met them last last episode. <laughs> hey, and hey. Uh, we're talking about improving decks. We're talking about this this four part blog series that was just posted, and the first one last last time we last episode was uh, alerting. In this version, we're talking about troubleshooting. So, so troubleshooting. So we're trying to improve the digital employee experience. We we talked about alerting and how you know there's all this data out there. We could be alerted to things that um, that need our attention. So we can do like proactive um, proactiveness rather than reactiveness. So once I'm alerted to something that's going wrong, whether that's VDI DAS, whether that's a physical a desktop or a local application or a web-based application or a, or a software as a service, SaaS application, any of those, anything that's going wrong with that digital employee experience, we've been alerted to, and now we're going to go fix this thing, right? Because, you know, IT, if we just... <laughs> Oh, look at all this going wrong. We could take a holiday. <laughs> Standing in a burning building and pointing at the stuff on fire. Like, hey, look, it's on fire. What are we going to do with it? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I loved your ticket. I'm, I'm, I met my one hour SLA. Life is good. You know? You're right. right. <laughs> so so let's, let's talk about that. Eugenia, you, like, again, you talk to customers all the time. Uh, troubleshooting. You've, and I'm sure you've, you've done a lot of troubleshooting in your career. So let's just kind of start diving into this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so there's a number of different ways. So one of the the ways actually that I I enjoy or get a lot of value out of control up from the troubleshooting side of things is, so this exists both within the real-time DX, you know, console, as well as within edge DX. So in real-time DX, you've got this idea of like follow the red and there's the little virtual expert where like, you don't even have to know what you're doing. You just see something that doesn't look so good. You're like, that doesn't look so good. And then you can just drill down from there and it'll say like, Hey, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe you should run this script, this troubleshooting script, and this will help you to understand what the root of the issue is. So like it guides you through it. So it's great because like, I, I mean, yes, I'm very technical, Jeff. I've got tons of experience being deeply technical, but like, also, I don't. I was never officially an IT admin. Did you like that the little voice? Yeah, that was me yeah. trying to be like you, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. Um, you but anywho, uh, so like that's it makes it easy for someone like me who has technical, you know, inclinations, but doesn't have the years of technical experience as an IT admin to be able to get a lot of value and be successful and have a you know serious impact using the tool. So there's that angle. Um, and then similarly on the EdgeCX side, like when you're within a singular, like a individual device, um, there's all those little charts and things at the bottom. Uh, and you can control how many charts and graphs you see. There's a little drop down that says like, do you want to see one column, two columns, three columns? You're talking like a, if- a GPU or a CPU or a network chart, right? It's got, yeah, it's got all those little yeah, charts, the little... 
Tons of them. Yeah. And so like when you have it set to one column, then you kind of have to scroll a bunch. Like when you drill into any one of them, it'll update all the rest of them. But if you have it set to one column, like you don't have the big picture as much, but if you set it to like three columns and then Mm. you drill into one of them, it'll update all the rest of them. So you can see if there's anything, like you can kind of see the big picture, see the forest for the trees and understand what else is happening at the same time. And they can help you to understand what might be causing this is a good troubleshooting tactic, you know, within EdgeDX. So it's kind of like, you don't have to know too much. You can just click things and kind of like just pay attention. You'll see, oh, actually, look, these are both happening at the same time. Like the the CPU spiked at the same time that there was, you know, uh, you know, high user input delay or whatever it might be. There's a whole yeah. bunch of different things, and you can see, oh, hey, I wonder if this is related. Let's dig deeper. So that was a lot of rambling, but I get really excited I, about this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you had me at troubleshooting is fun. <laughs> wasn't that the beginning but yeah. I mean, that's, things is fun making people that's really, yes good that's that's really i mean cuz troubleshooting can be stressful it can take a long time if you don't you know, have good tools a, okay oh, oh my gosh <laughs> if you have good tools it can be fun yeah <laughs> all right let's go to blair blair let's talk about your troubleshooting experience so so i think the, the challenge that customers have is that you know, they get they can get a lot of information from lots of different systems and they can try and alert on that based on their experience or some guidance. But once they've got that alert, what do they do with it? And you know, Eugenia explained it really, really well there that control up can guide them through a process. Think of it, think of it as the top of a funnel. You know, our alerts will take you halfway down the funnel. Our troubleshooting process through using the UI and using some of the guided uh um, the guided information is there, or even just using the uh, the information that we publish up in our documentation. It'll take you down to that root cause and allow you to either come up with a quick workaround fix, um, yeah. or maybe you know escalate it somewhere else, or maybe do both. Actually, you know that's the best win, Why isn't it? When both. You fix it quickly, yeah. But identify something big that you can handle, hand over to hand over to somebody else so they can fix it. So, I think Eugenia and Blair, you you're, you're kind of touching a lot a lot on uh, troubleshooting through our amazing UI. Right, it, it gives me that picture. But Tom, can you talk a little bit about tro- like if I want to dive into something, maybe that the UI is not presenting me, or I just want to get a little bit more information? What other things do I uh, have available for me to use? How do you dig deeper? Yeah. yeah, and you and you know, I think one of the great things about our tools is that we allow level one help support do level three things, whether it's collecting yeah. metrics. Because you you know you, you might know not know what to collect, but we can go out ahead and collect that. And if we need to dive in deeper, gather more information, we have things like scripts that we can run against it. Uh, we have a bunch of different assists that we can just run one single command on a a uh, a device to gather more information, so we have a better idea of what's going on with it. Or we can have that remote uh, console, remote shadow to see what's happening on the on the system or to interact with it in those ways. Um, yeah, and then like Eugenia said, yeah, my a user calls in, hey, things are running slow. You know, what, what does that mean? But we collect user, <laughs> um, user input delay and we can coordinate that with, you know, high CPU usage. You can take that information, go to your manager, your bot, say, you know, we need more, <laughs> more powerful machines because it is, is, is affecting our, our users. Um, yeah. 
So and you can look at the historical data too there as well and see like, is this a one-time thing or is, does it always happen every Tuesday at 11.45 a.m.? His computer always gets slow or her computer, whatever. Like yeah. you can start to see too, like, is it just right now or is there something more going on too, which really is useful. Like you can't just operate yeah. looking at the, the micro detail in front of you. You got to take a yeah. bigger view. So, so like you can rent. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And so you can run reports against that. So again, you have quantitative data to present to managers saying, we need more, <laughs> more better machines. This, these just don't right. have the horsepower for the, the task we're asking them. That's a really, that's a really good point there, uh, Tom. And, and I'm, I'm actually working with a customer at the moment who's doing um, a bit of a persona project to try and identify what apps um, uh, customers need access to for different roles and minimize it from the 10 that they have now down to maybe three. And on the device side, they they had a bunch of tickets from people complaining, saying, "I need more RAM. I need bigger CPU." Um, what we were able to do through, through through troubleshooting and managing with Control Up was we were able to show them that actually CPU and RAM was rarely ever um, the mm. holdup or the or the bottleneck. Um, what it came down to is the people with the older um, physical disk machines just weren't getting the same performance in disk write that you'd get if you had an SSD. So they were able to go back to their their um, their hardware vendor and uh, basically reduced from six standard devices down to three. Uh, for the same cost, they were able to replace them all with SSDs. So big win. Tom, Just- am I able to detect SSD versus <laughs> HDD? <laughs> Thanks for that great <laughs> plug-in, Jeff. Uh, actually, I just finished a blog, and Jeff reviewed it. I, gave I didn't even know ideas. that. Eh? So. <laughs> yes, not published yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we, we can collect that information, create a report, Go to the manager saying, you know, we, these devices need SSDs rather than HDs. You know, Blair said it was killing their performance. You know, that, that's a great point, uh, Blair. I, I kind of, yeah, forgot about the disk side of things because everyone has SSDs now, right? Uh, no. <laughs> they should. They should. Hang on. So so let's, real quick, because we're running out of time. <clears throat> we know that our UI is amazing. Right, Eugenia? It's amazing. It's amazing. It shows me up you like 90% of what everybody wants, 99% of what everybody really needs to have, not wants, what needs to have. Yeah. Uh to have available to them for a, a quick view of what's going on with a machine or all the machines or yada yada yada. I want to dive down a little bit more with these scripts. So if and Tom mentioned, so real quick, Tom mentioned like remote control real quick, right? For maybe some, doing some troubleshooting. Remote control, in my opinion, I want to know the rest of your opinions, should be last resort, right? Yep. For troubleshooting, last resort, yeah. absolutely. So I can connect to a remote shell of a machine and run a script or just do a command line to get more information for troubleshooting. That's awesome. Um, I could run a script of that machine automatically to get information in my device events, right, Tom? Yep. And I can also, when would I run a script on a few machines or a machines or a bunch of machines and add that data, the output from that script? When would I um, choose to do to, to do that in my in my device events versus outputting that into the database, into the index. What are some troubleshooting scenarios where I might want to be gathering more information, Tom? I see you. Yeah. If it's, if it's just a a one-off event, you know, definitely you don't want to 
have another table out there that you need to maintain. And well, actually, we maintain it, but you know, you just don't want that information out there. Uh, so, kind of one-off events. Um, but if if it looks like it's a mass problem, then go ahead and you know put it in a database, or if you want to track it historically. Mm. Good. Yeah, like uh, seeing connected peripherals, for example, is something that could be good to add to a database. If you, if you, you know, maybe it's like you've got too many peripherals connected or like you want to know like what type of monitors, you know, it's because there's something going on there, like collecting that type of a data would be good probably for the data index and would make less sense for the device events. Yeah. One of the example. interesting scenarios we had is we had a company that teams, blah, 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 always had a few users that were having difficulty with it, difficulty with it. and they were just using the wrong audio input device. You know, you don't want that to collect that information all the time. But when someone calls and says, hey, we're having problems with Zoom, you know, so just run that script, collect that information, say, you know, are you really talking to the laptop mic rather than your jabber connected headset? happens <laughs> all the time. All right, let's wrap this up. Troubleshooting. I think Eugenia said it best. Control up makes troubleshooting fun. <laughs> Right, Eugenia? Damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last any last words, Tom? Uh, <laughs> I, I can't go with oh, fun, dear. but definitely makes it easier and uh faster. Blair. Uh people should go and read your blog, Jeff. It's gold. Eugenia, Eugenia you still sticking with fun? Mellifluous. We're, we're picking words, right? You said any last words? <laughs> that one is sweet sounding or pleasing to the ear. Like mom, the sound mom. of users when they're like, oh, you solved my problem. Thank you. And the word was moment. Moment. No, mellifluous. Mellifluous? Mellifluous. Mellifluous. I'll put it in the chat. Y'all got to start using wasn't that. Wasn't that Aurora's mother? I think that's Maleficent. And that was the evil <laughs> okay. witch that well, was you, not. You heard mother. it here first. Um, hey, thank you, everybody. Oh, mellifluous. Um, we'll see you next time on the whatever this is. The upload, Chuck. It's the upload, the upload with control. Up. Oh goodness.